Hello and welcome to Heads or Tales. I'm your host, Indiana. And I'm Jasper Jett. And we like to talk about biology. Uh, each episode, one of us interviews the other about something that we've researched, and we decide who goes first every other episode by flipping a coin. Uh, we flipped last episode, so we won't be flipping this episode. Uh, our general top of the episode disclaimer is that we're not experts and we're doing really super light research, so we might get some stuff wrong. Take everything we say with a truckload of salt, basically. Um, I'm going to go ahead and apologize for the unexpected radio silence last month. The election fried my brain. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so with all of that kind of housekeeping stuff out of the way, uh, let's get into the information part of the episode. Okay, so we're talking about aloe vera this episode. And uh, a quick little description, in case people haven't seen it and they've only seen, like, aloe vera gels or whatever, is um, it, it looks like a kind of a tall succulent. They're just very tall, thin, spiky leaves. They're about two or three feet in length. Um, they also have uh, little yellow flowers growing at the end of spikes that are not leaves, but are spikes. But they're about the same name. Um, the scientific name, aloe vera, which is just what we call it. Uh, comes from the name aloe, which literally just refers to that kind of plant since the dawn of time can chase the roots back however far you want to go. It's just the aloe plant. Um, and vera meaning true or genuine. Uh, and so that's all of my background, and it's time for some questions. Cool. Awesome. So... Question number one, just what are some of the uses of aloe? Okay. Aloe vera is a really weird one because people use it for a lot of things, mostly things like sunburn treatment or moisturizers or a bunch of other topical skincare kind of stuff. But as far as science goes, nobody's really sure what it does, if anything. And if it does mm. something, they don't know how it does it. And it's one of those moments where I just, I really love biology because it's one big shrug emoji. We, we don't know what's going on there with aloe. We just know we use it and we've been using it for thousands of years. But fuck if it actually does anything or if it's just one giant placebo effect. I love that. I love placebo effect. Anyways, next question. Are there any potential adverse effects of using it? Uh, yeah, so there are some toxins in aloe. It's mostly something that comes up, like, if you try to eat it. Uh, it can give you a lot of, like, gastrointestinal problems, which are not fun. Can confirm it's not it's not fun to have your digestive system mixed up. Um, they, uh, fun fact, they used to be a part of laxatives in the U.S. until the FDA went, Yeah, this seems not good. <laughs> um, and, and they mm. took it out. Uh, I think aloe vera juice is a thing that people, like, buy to put in things, but I'm not sure about the safety of that, but I'm also not sure it's not safe. So, do your own research and decide if it's something you want to drink. I would recommend not. <laughs> uh, Fun fact, I do drink it. I have two bottles of aloe in my fridge. Yeah, I, I know there are also, like, different species of aloe, and I think those aloe might be fine, but aloe vera specifically is something that's kind of 
maybe do your own research and decide if it's something that you want to drink, but definitely don't eat it. <laughs> and don't try and make your own because toxins in it. Right. <laughs> That's very important. Okay, next. Where is it naturally found? Okay, so humans took aloe vera and cultivated it literally everywhere that it would grow. But naturally, you can find it in uh, the Southwest Arabian Peninsula. And there's some research that I did not look super far into, but again, grain of salt, that suggests that it doesn't have an actually like specific native range um, because it might've been like a hybrid plant. So literally one of those things that we as human beings cultivated from the start to be grown and used for our own purposes and it's not something that actually necessarily naturally occurs like kind of how corn does not survive in the wild there is no wild corn it does not exist mm, that's weird i didn't know either of those things <laughs> yeah we've been we've been messing with plants for a long long time and some of them that, that's why like you'll get some people who get like okay but do you know what genetically modified means because it's like corn and wheat and stuff like it's all genetically modified yeah and it's just it's selective breeding um and the problem with gene splicing isn't that it's bad for you it's that people then try to patent corn <laughs> yeah yeah i know about all that kind of nonsense <laughs> i feel like i might be a little bit preaching to the choir there but it's a good it's a good thing to put out that when people are genuinely criticizing genetically modified stuff it's more about legalities than about the actual science of genetically modifying something because we've been genetically modifying things since we settled down in uh the uh mesopotamia the tigris and euphrates river we've been genetically modifying things since we first started planting corn and other grains yeah the term makes it sound like a weird thing that makes people like freak out about it and it's really not that at all yeah anyways that's unrelated i have my final question for you just basically just would this make a good house plant yeah it's a pretty good house plant it's a succulent and succulents are pretty low maintenance you just need to have a nice drainage uh, a nice well-drained soil you can get succulent and cacti mixes specifically so you don't have to worry about like oh is this soil drainy enough and you have to you don't even have to water them all that frequently, and they're supposed to dry out completely between each water. So if you kind of forget about it for a little bit, it's used to low water conditions. It'll be fine. Um, it doesn't do well in cold, but it's like a tropical, arid desert kind of plant, so that makes sense. You just gotta kind of keep it, yeah, just sort of pay attention to how much you need to water it. And it needs to get sunny, but make sure that you don't like let it fry in the sun because plants can get sunburned too sun's not sun is a deadly laser uh to everyone <laughs> not just not just people um occasionally they require repotting but after you do that hey replant yeah they're actually they're, they're pretty good house plants right on that's all that i have for you mm-hmm yeah uh so I do, I do have a little, I have a little fun fact, uh, and that my fun fact is that, uh, that I counted, according to Wikipedia, 
It has 16 synonymous scientific names, which is like somebody found the plant and thought it was something new and named it aloe whatever. And then somebody went, oh, no, that's just aloe vera. <laughs> like 16 different times. But like they thought it was a different plant long enough for it to be published in a paper. So they have to clarify that when they say this scientific name, they mean aloe vera. Um, and there are also mm. a bunch of common names because it's, again, it's a thing that exists, like, everywhere. And since it's something that we cultivate, there are lots of different cultivars, which is just the plant version of a breed. So it, it, there are lots of different common names for it, the same way that, like, you have a dog and then you have breeds of dog. Mm. I, I enjoy that the scientific community has as much difficulty naming plants as I have difficulty naming my D&D characters. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, this is the part of the episode where we would do audience questions, but we don't have any this time. Um, however, if you would like to leave a question for Jasper about orcas for the next episode... Uh, you can find the podcast at Heads or Tails 20 on Twitter, Heads or Tails Official Podcast on Facebook, or you can email us at Heads or Tails Official Podcast at gmail.com. Yay, I'm very excited for the next episode. I feel like I should warn now that it may be the very first ever hour long special because I have so much to say about orcas. If it gets that long, we'll make it a two parter. <laughs> okay, that's, that's good. Besides that, this episode I get to do the shout out, and so of course we do black owned businesses at the end of every episode. This is a black owned business, woman owned business called Reigning Princess Dolls, and that's the reigningprincesscollection.com. And what they do is just kind of make a little princess baby doll that comes in several skin tones. So that's cool. I know for some young kids it's difficult to find dolls that look like them if you're not white, unfortunately. So. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, that's really cool. That is really cool. Um, and that is the end of our episode. Uh, I have been Indiana. And I'm Jasper Jett. Uh, and we will see the rest of you next time. Bye! Bye!